Welcome to the dollop. I, each week, Dave Anthony, tell a story from American history to my friend... Gareth Reynolds, who knows nothing about it. Uh, do you want to look at a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary, Gareth. Is Dave okay? Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are <laughs> Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. I mean, it's all right. Yeah, but you think it was all right. That was terrible. Not good. The day was September 27th, 1986. Okay. Yeah. The city was Cleveland. Oh, no. No. <laughs> We're back. Home of the River on Fire and Ten Cent Beer Night. Oh, boy. The event was Balloon Fest. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> oh Cleveland. Oh boy. The city of Cleveland tried to set a world record. Not for the for the not for the number of hugs in an hour or the highest human pyramid. No. They decided to set the world record for the largest number of balloons released. <laughs> Two million was was what Cleveland was going for. I can't wait to see how this gets fucked up. Two why would it get fucked up? This yeah, because we're be talking a, about it. This could just be a happy story of balloons. Don't think that it is. Scores of people gathered in Cleveland's public square to see Balloon Fest and the releasing of thousands of balloons. <laughs> the $500,000 stunt began as a fundraiser for the United Way of Cleveland, but ended up being a colossal headache that disrupted everyday life <laughs> and worse. Much worse. <laughs> Um, uh, the fundraiser had a chance to put Cleveland back on the map. Bustling a record for simultaneous release of balloons set the previous year by Anaheim, California. Sorry, busting. On the 30th anniversary of Disneyland. Okay. So Disneyland had done this already. Cool. Nothing happened, though. Yeah. They just went off. Those balloons. You didn't hear any stories about Anaheim. Exactly. So what's the point? Chaos. Yeah. Cleveland had cleaned up the tremendously and no longer wanted and no longer wanted to be known as the dirty city where rivers caught on fire. <laughs> right? So they're trying to redo their image. They're like So they're probably not happy with the dollar. We're past we're past rivers on fire and filth yeah. and no and there's no more ten cent beer nights. Let's turn this shit around. Let's let a lot of balloons into space. Turn this shit around. Okay. The guy from United Way who dreamed up Balloon Fest had been in marketing at Procter & Gamble and was trying to reband Cleveland as cool. What better way than with balloons? Yep. It's a very cool thing to do. It is super cool. <clears throat> the stuff was coordinated by Balloon Art, a Los Angeles-based company headed by Treb Haining, which spent six months preparing for it. A rectangular structure the size of a city block measuring 250 feet by 150 feet and rising three stories high, covered with one piece of net of woven mesh material, was set up to hold the balloons. That's a lot of fucking balloons. Yeah. It was designed to withstand up to 90 mile per hour winds. So so they weren't going to cancel this (laughs) no matter what. (laughs) Well, that was the building code, so I think they had to do it that way. Jesus Christ. Uh, Heining later had this to say. 
Cleveland Hopkins was far enough away so nobody expected any impact. They signed off on all our plans, as well as Cleveland Police and Fire. We never would have started if the plans had been nixed at any point. I knew it would impact auto traffic, so we designed a street closure and detour plan that worked. Planning ahead. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure this plan went off without a hitch. Planning ahead. Yeah, yeah. Smart. Inside the structure, 2,500 students and volunteers spent many hours filling balloons with helium. United Way originally... By the way, helium is not... It's a resource that you shouldn't just... Yeah. Helium is actually a, a, a limited resource. Yes, helium. And, and almost... Off. Yeah. And yeah. almost running out. Yeah. And so... And also, it's just terrible... There's just no point to releasing balloons into our atmosphere. Well, I mean, uh, what about fun? Yep. See? Like I said, no reason. (laughs) No reason. None. I want to look up something really quick. Um, So so they plan to release um, 2 Two, million balloons. 2 million balloons. But eventually stopped at 1.4 million. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I... Okay. Nobody's going to give a fuck either way. Why do you say that? Because it's just a shitload of balloons regardless, and nobody's going to give a shit anyway because they're just balloons. It's like a fun two minutes. <laughs> like, that's what it is. You're so underestimating this. Um, so, children sold sponsorships to benefit the United Way at the price of $1 for every two balloons. So wait, people were like buying. I think. I think. Yeah. Like you so, were like sponsoring a balloon. Well, you like a kid would like say, "I'm going to blow up a hundred balloons." And oh right, and you, right. Like it's like kid, yeah, yeah. The money okay. would go to the United Way. Right. So okay. It's a great uh, way to. No, totally, totally a normal thing to be doing. Yep. Project manor, manager Tom Hollowatch had this to say: "I was the project manager for the event." I worked on it for six months and lived in Cleveland for a month preparing for it. We had to design a structure. That filled the city square could stand up to the winds. The one piece net was fabricated by the exact company I found in Southern California who built cargo nets for the space shuttle. So shit's real. Shit sounds real. Day of, they were a little worried about impending weather. Oh boy. Rain to be specific. If there, it rains, you don't do it. There are news reports of reporters talking to people running the Balloon Fest about the possible weather problems. I actually watched a couple. Oh, God. The people putting it on knew the rain was coming the day before, and they didn't think it would be a problem. How could you not think that rain could affect balloons? Well, still, they did decide to release the balloons early. Oh, early before the rain. But it did start raining right before they let them go. I mean, you can't... What? You can't... It's. I'm sorry. You cancel baseball games or you have to change it based on weather. How could balloons be affected by rain? What are you fucking talking... Have you ever seen a wet balloon? (laughs) That they're going to be affected. The balloon release was scheduled... I can't believe they're going to go through with it. At 1.50 p.m. on a rainy, windy Saturday, it was nowhere near the ideal weather conditions to release helium balloons as the northern winds blew the balloons in that direction and the rain pushed them down. So much so that they shut down a runway at Burke Lakefront Airport, blanketed Lake Erie, and coated the northern shores with deflated balloons. So wait, they they released the balloons, right? Yeah. And then they get rained on and windblown everywhere all over the city, and there's four, one million four hundred okay, of them, so, four hundred thousand of them. So they let so they there's 
the way they released the balloons is they were like huge balloons right. holding the big, what, let's call it a tarp, the neck okay. in place. So they cut the big balloons, uh-huh. and then the whole tarp thing goes up, uh-huh. and then all the balloons go up after. come out. Right. And so the balloons look like this big multicolored dome, right? Uh-huh. And and then they came up, and they and they they completely obscure like this tower, this tower in Cleveland, so uh-huh. you can't see this giant building anymore. And they f- and they float up, and they become specks in the clouds, and then they start coming back down. Oh no. Because the clouds have rain and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, the, I mean, the idea that you could fuck up a balloon release is pretty crazy. <laughs> well, for a while it looked amazing. Oh, I'm sure for a while they were like, that was great. And then they were probably like, oh, oh fuck oh, me. Fuck no, me. no, 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 no. Photographers capture the event on film, and the images are unbelievable. You should, everyone, I'll put them up, but the, it looks really <laughs> rad at first. <laughs> Of course, the balloons collided with the cool air and the rain, and they dropped, and they dropped with force. Oh, shit. The balloons were not going to sail off into the distance. Instead, they clogged the land and waterways of Northeast Ohio. Oh, boy. In the days following the event, balloons were reported washing ashore on the Canadian side of Lake Erie. Burke Lakefront Airport was shut down for half hour <laughs> after balloons landed there. Can you imagine finding out your fucking flight is delayed for balloons? <laughs> what? I'm sorry? There's a lot of balloons on the runway. There's what? On the what? What is the, it? Uh, did you say balloons? Hmm? On the runway? Traffic accidents were reported as drivers swerved to avoid slow motion balloons. Bl- blizzards of multicolored orbs or took their eyes off the road to gawk at the spectacle. <laughs> People are like looking up at balloons. I mean, it's just. Oh my God, look at that. <laughs> basically, I picture Godzilla, but just balloons. <laughs> Balloons landing on a pasture in Mendina County, Ohio, spooked Louis, Louise Nakakowski's Arabian horses, which suffered permanent injuries as a result. She sued United Way of Cleveland for $100,000 in damages. <laughs> okay. And so for undisclosed terms. Okay. So so it hurt horse. The balloons hurt. Hurt the horses. Arabian and, horses. And this great idea to release balloons into the environment is for sure going to cost them hundred grand. Some people probably were really happy with how this went. By November, the balloon fallout had become international news. P. Allen Woodcliffe of Mopeth, Ontario, complained. A short time ago, I was walking along the east beach of one of the special nature areas in Ontario. Oh, God. Rondeau Provincial Park. I was greatly dismayed, however, when I saw balloons along the shore. Not just one or two, but many. In an average 200-yard stretch along the beach, I counted 140 balloons. Jesus. In the same average distance along South Beach, there were at least 300. This translated into anywhere between 10,000 to 15,000 balloons scattered along the eight and a half miles of shoreline of Rondeau Park. Which is supposed to be preserved and not just full of dumb fucking balloons. Not just full of rubber. These balloons being made of plastic are not readily biodegradable and thus will create an eyesore for some time to come or else be an unnecessary and time-consuming expense for someone to clean up. They may also be hazards to wildlife such as foul gulls and turns. Yeah. The next year, a $3.5 million lawsuit was filed by Gail Broderick. 3.5. The, hu- the, that's a big balloon suit. Her husband was one of two fishermen who had gone out on September 26th in the boat okay. on the lake. Uh-huh. The next day, the day of Balloon Fest, they were reported missing by their families. 
Those running Bloomfest not only ignored the weather conditions, but also did not check with the Coast Guard to see if they had any emergencies on Lake Erie. Oh, my God. Rescuers spotted the 16-foot boat anchored west of Edgewater Park breakwall. A Coast Guard search and rescue helicopter crew had difficulties reaching the area because of the asteroid field of balloons. Oh, my God. On September 29th, two days after Bloomfest, the Coast Guard suspended the search because Coast Guard officials said balloons in the water made it impossible to see whether anyone was in the lake. Oh, so, my God. So they were trying to find dudes, yeah. a couple of dudes' heads, and they couldn't tell the difference between balloons and heads. Oh, my God. Because there's so many balloons in the lake that they were never going to find the guys. Uh, I mean, <laughs> balloons. <laughs> Fucking balloons. What, like, a four-year-old enjoys holding. <laughs> The fishermen's bodies washed ashore two weeks later. Gail Broderick settled for an undisclosed sum with both United Way and Balloon Art. <laughs> Balloon Art it must be fucking pissed. Uh, while the sight of 1.5 million balloons released was a sight to behold, the outcome was far from pleasant. A massive area was covered in balloons, leading to the death of two the two men. Jesus. Floyd Rishen, oh, Ryman Schneider. Oh, Ryman Schneider. Wrote into the Cleveland Plain Dealer newspaper. The September 28th, the newspaper reported that the United Way in Cleveland released 1.5 million balloons in the air, some of which landed in Lake Erie and on an airport runway, shutting down the airport for a half hour or so. It seems to me the money spent for this stunt, $500,000, could have been used to much better advantage, seeing how most of the funds were probably from donations to people who believe the money was going to a good cause, such as helping out the more unfortunate, not on balloons. <laughs> okay, that's a really good fucking point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also the idea that, like, that they were, like, they're like, this is going to help Cleveland become, like, turn into a place that people will, you know, like, if, this won't hurt us. We'll release balloons and it'll help our clout as right. far as what we are. And then it ends up just being such a fucking shit show. It's a total shit show. And then, did you ever watch um, WKRP in Cincinnati? A little bit, yeah. Do you remember an episode about a turkey drop? No. You don't? No, I, I, didn't, I mean, I've watched on reruns a little bit. So there was an episode that they basically, uh, I believe, took from this. Oh, really? I might be wrong, but... The quote is, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. So they oh. arranged to have live turkeys drop from helicopter as an advertising stunt. Unfortunately, this turned out to be a serious oh, miscalculation. Wow. The poor birds plunged to earth, never even having a chance. So they pushed, they pushed turkeys out of helicopter yeah, yeah. and they just fell. Um, <laughs> in 1994, there was a profile in the paper on George Frazier. By the early 1890s, he left Procter & Gamble for a three-year stint as Director of Marketing and Communications for United Way Services of Cleveland. The period was marked by an incident Fraser calls his greatest success and his biggest failure, Bloomfest 86. How could he call it his greatest success? I don't know. What is he... He killed two people. Like, admit that you he... fucked it all up. <laughs> it was not a great success. You, you fucking fucked it. You let balloons go in a fucking rainstorm. I mean, are you, uh, it, it just, can you imagine doing all that shit 
and then still being like, fuck it, let him go. Like, you just want it over. You just, you just gotta, you need it to get happen. out there. You can't postpone it. No, you can't postpone get, it. Get him up there. How can you postpone it? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, we would not do a balloon launch ever again. So, oh, really? Says Jenna Snyder, spokeswoman for United Way. We've learned a lot in the last 25 years. I'd love to hear some other lessons because that <laughs> one sounds pretty fucking basic. So, um, we pissed in the wind and got wet. We can't figure out how. Cleveland is completely insane. Yes. Uh, and. Oh, do I get to see some balloons? Yeah, I'm going to show you some balloons now. Dun, 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 dun. See, there's the dome. Oh, my of balloons. God. Like, that's fucking amazing, right? That's so many that's balloons. Before they went. That is so many fucking balloons. And then there they go. Oh, my God. That's rad looking. That's I'll great. Pu- I'll put that up on the no, Facebook that looks page. Like, yeah, that looks like a, a fun explosion. It looks fucking awesome. It's yeah. just crazy balloons. Okay, yeah. Looking yeah, good. Yeah, so I don't know what your problem is with this. Well, I think it's when... Okay. Um, you know, so... It looks lovely. Look. I'd love to see some... Um, you know, some some bad ones, some pictures of uh, people who got into collisions based on fucking balloons. How about that one? Oh, my God. So what we're looking at is a picture of balloons. Oh, it's, my it's la- God. It's the lake. Uh, I, I think it's Lake Erie, right? And, and, it, and it's a guy in a boat. Uh, and there are some people who have picked some balloons out of the water on the boat. But the entire fucking lake is covered in fucking balloons. And the Coast Guard thing now just makes Doesn't so make much so fucking if sense. If you're looking for a body or a head... I mean, it lo- that looks like a packed beach. So those fishermen could have been swimming around. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, no. I didn't say send balloons. This is this what they do now? Oh, God. Like, as they're over you, just waving while you're in a world of balloons? Yeah. Well, good job, Cleveland. That uh was great. Cleveland, you won again. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. There you go. Good. Well, congratulations to the United Way, Cleveland. Yeah, Balloon Fest is awesome. I feel like if we could only get Rainbow Man to make Balloon Fest, that would be just (laughs) perfect. Yeah, get them together. That'd be nice. All right. All right. That's a small. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry? Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, 
Dublin, September 17th. And September 19th, Manchester. Birmingham, September 20th. Bristol, September 22nd. And Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.